and welcome to Coda uh, Call Z Targeting's gaming podcast. I'm back with Dakota, and we are finishing up our game of the year discussion, yes. part two, um, getting into the real meat of the of the awards. So um, let's jump right into it. It's so gonna, we're going to get into a lot of spoilers, especially with Death Stranding. Speaking of which, we never had our Death Stranding talk. Uh, well, yeah, we gotta we gotta have that at some point. Um, as we'll 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 touch on that game a bit here later, but yeah, we should we should do a full episode. So to start off on a slightly lighter one, let's do the top games we wish we played. Excuse yeah. me. Yeah. Um, because as we've probably mentioned, there's there's been a lot of games that came out this year, and time has not been ample. So, um, there's a lot of stuff that is kind of glaring from my list okay just just talk about this just talk about this just that's all that i need really okay so pokemon sword so let's preface this before we get into it i need to everybody to understand luke has been on a pokemon high like be on he's been playing go every day for like what two years now i'm just no no, like like nine months okay every day for nine months it hasn't been every day. It's been damn close. Okay. So it, it, Pokemon High, he got into the cards, but we just had a conversation about this. He got into the cards so much so that I nearly like lost my savings account because of how much I had to keep up with him. You, oh, my God. You played the games. Like, you played Sun and Moon, right? Yep. Did you play Let's Go? Uh, no. I, I started oh. it. Um, and I did not get very far. We, we were, we were scheduled to get Pokemon tattoos together. Luke has been on a Pokemon rampage. Now, why did you not play sword and shield? (laughs) Okay. I played like a couple hours of it and I was like, it's pretty dope. Caught my yamper. I liked how, uh, it's, it, it was very well organized. Um, and stuff. The menus look really good. Very good. Um, I don't know. It just came out at a bad time. Like, it was right around holidays or uh, Thanksgiving, right before Thanksgiving. So, yeah. so I had some stuff going on. To be honest, the main thing that was pulling me away was Death Stranding. And we'll talk about that more later. But um, That's kind of uh, nice. I was definitely hooked on Death Stranding for a while. Yeah. Um, I started so, up. How many badges do you have? Uh, it's... I, I wish I played it. <laughs> because I'm I'm kind of with you where like, um, Death Stranding was pulling me away. I had a whole bunch of school going on like crazy. Um, on like I had to put down. I was afraid I may not pass trigonometry, so I had to put down all games. And for like the last like three weeks, it it got kind of it got kind of bad. Um. <laughs> But I still had time to get three badges. Three. Um, okay, here's the thing. I, I plan on playing it a little bit more coming up, like even tomorrow, because um, we got the day off for New Year's. So um, if if we're, you know, watching TV or lounging around, I was going to fire it up. Right. Um, I mean, I put a decent amount of time into Death Stranding. So I'm, I'm like, I need to put some time towards this, too, because it's kind of a glaring thing. Because, like, Christine is... 
um, like halfway through, I think. And then one of her friends actually, he completed the Pokedex. My brother be- completed it. Yeah. Well, in, in just in, in like everything he could get in sword. So he doesn't have the shield ones, but he has everything he could get in sword. Oh, my brother did the whole thing. Shield, shield and sword. Yeah, I hate so, him. So I, I was told that like a couple days ago and I was like, Oh shit! I gotta play that game. <laughs> my my brother has been sending me pictures of shiny like because I went I went silent like on the internet silent on um on Sword and Shield just because I didn't want to know the Pokemon. The reason why I was so into X and Y was because I didn't know the new Pokemon. Like I had no clue. So that like wanting to see the next ones was what really kept me going in those games. I felt like. So I was like, I don't want to know any of the new ones. My brother now, because he has the shiny bell, he's been sending me pictures of shiny Pokemon they have, and it's just the picture. He doesn't tell me what they are. He doesn't tell me anything about them. He just sends me the picture, and I'm like, is it shiny? I don't even know what the original form <laughs> yeah. looks like. And it's it's been driving me nuts because I want shiny Pokemon. Shinies are always good, which is why Pokemon Go is nice because it's slightly easier to get them. It's a lot easier to get them. Don't say slightly. Yeah. My wife has gotten a shiny Pokemon. Do you know how many shiny Pokemon I've seen in in the games? Um, for me, it's zero. 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 Yes, zero. Straight zero. I need to preface this. I've never completed the Pokedex ever in my entire time, so I've never gotten the shiny belt. I, I know like all the tricks. I've never cared to do them. I've always thought that would be much more fun to just run into a random one every once in a while, but I know the odds of that are extremely, extremely low. Anyways, though, never seen one in a game ever in my entire life. My wife has caught several shiny Pokemon in Pokemon Go, and she doesn't play that much. Right. So it's a lot easier. Um, But to kind of segue, so... Um, Death Stranding was uh, pulling me away at that time. And then right after that, we got into like sale season, which um, was, oh man, it was bad this year. Uh, we had Black Friday, then we had the Game Awards sale, then we have Christmas sale, New Year's sale. It's, it's basically like mid-November until the end of the year. Right. Everything's on sale, right? I mean, yeah, you're, it's true. So there's right after I kind of fell off, I mean, not that I fell off Death, Death Stranding, but... Um, I was playing Outer Worlds on Game Pass slightly. That's that's also on my list of games I wish I played. Um, I played some Gears 5 on my PC when I got my new monitor. Looks great. Haven't got super far in that game. Another one I wish I played. Um, I got Control on sale. Played it on my PC with my new monitor. Not very far into it. Um, got Jedi Fallen Order for Christmas and started that up. So so like the past like month-ish have been uh, starting up these games that I got on sale that uh, or for Christmas that I've really been wanting to play. Um, I did fire up Remnant from the Ashes for a, a little bit. We we should play that co-op now that you have Game Pass. Oh yeah, hey, I have Game Pass. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so that's seemed cool. Uh, Dark Souls guns co-op, etc. Um. I want to check more of that out. And then. Um, Disco Elysium have not touched that at all. And I'm a big RPG guy. I'm more of JRPGs than like old school Western RPGs. But, um, I don't know. It seems very interesting that it's, it seems like it's more, uh, conversation focused than combat focused. 
and I, I don't know, it seems like a cool idea. Mm-hmm. So that's that's one that, I mean, the next few months, I'm probably going to be playing all these games, except there's a bunch of shit coming out the next few months. It just never ends. Yeah. I just got to stop. I just got to stop buying shit. <laughs> don't do that, because then you're going to go into your, um, your I got out of video games again, and that's whenever the podcast definitely, like, not that we've been ke- keeping it going all year, but that's whenever the podcast definitely ends because it's just me talking to myself and nobody wants that. I think I'm going to try to to buy less new stuff and wait for sale season at least. Yeah, that's, that's, that's the killer, man. It really, it just, it sucks how much, it sucks the depreciation of games. Yeah. Like, because you want to be right there, right whenever it comes out. You want the first time, you got it day one. And our, back when everybody's we were, talking about it. Right. And then, but then, like, crap. I mean, I'm trying to think of a good example. Um, DMC5. It's already, it's on Game Pass. Yeah. Whenever it first came out, it wasn't. That wasn't a thing. Whenever yeah, it first like, came out. RE2 is like 20 bucks. Yeah, it's... Anthem it's, was 6 bucks. Anthem came out this year. Like, so it's like on one hand you want to be right there because everyone's talking about it. And that, that definitely drives me to buy a lot of games. Right. And also I want to support developers I like. Right. Because g- gaming is such an incredibly complex industry. Crazy thing to make. And you want to... Like I want to support the, like the weirdo games that I like. So I'm like, oh shit, I should get that right away. But at the same time... You could save fifty percent or more. Right. So it's 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 just tough. But anyway, by switching I mean, I, to Geico. Yeah. <laughs> but I think both of us, if if we're on Game Pass, we could probably play a decent amount of like new stuff to be able to talk about. Right. I and, yeah. And at least just follow news. <laughs> yeah. I mean. Yeah. It's. I don't know. I hate. Sometimes I hate games. Sometimes, dude. <laughs> sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, it, and the only other one I had was Fire Emblem. I I barely touched that, and I really want to play it. Right, yeah. I I remember. So I am not a Fire Emblem guy at all, and I really want to play it. I just thought it looked so. It's a in, big upgrade. Right, and it, 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 it's very. How can I put this? It's an Eastern game. You know, what I mean, like the. Yeah. Yeah, that sort of style, but it's been it, it's been more westernized, and I I will completely admit I am more of a Western RPG fan than I am a Japanese RPG fan. I know this; it's not a secret to anybody, especially if you, anybody knows me. I am not; I'm pretty blunt about that, but. I still thought that I don't know. Fire Emblem has always been a game where like I appreciate everything that it does and I want in on everything that it does. But once I get in, I'm bored and I want to stop <laughs> is the problem. And, yeah. but I've really felt like this one with all the other, especially like the tea time things hearing people talk about their tea times on podcasts was honestly like one of my favorite parts of the year. And I, I wanted to be a part of that, but at the same time, when did it come out? It came out in like June, July, July, July. Yeah. So whenever it came out, I mean, I was I was working, and my boss actually came in. And he was like, "Yeah, I played the original Fire Emblem." And I was like, 
No, you didn't, but it's fine. I'll let it happen. Because like, cause Fire Emblem's been a Japanese thing for how long? Like, forever? And Since then, the NES. Right. So whenever, he was like, yeah, I played the first one. I was like, you, I mean, unless you went to Japan, I doubt it. But um, he was, like, really wanting to play the new one. And, um, the like, my last day there is whenever he... Whenever he he got it that my last day there, so I was like, "Hey, you need to tell me about it." We never talked, so he never told me about it. But he was supposed to tell me about it. Is the point yeah. that I'm making? Okay, so mine. Yep. And stick with me because I'm I'm tentatively adding to this list as I don't even realize I I kind of blacked out. I think while you were talking. Because I realized, like, I don't have a list of mine. That was your list, not mine. But my number one is definitely Disco Elysium. I really want to play that. Um, I, I'm like you. I feel like the what? What was it called? Whenever you uh, speech challenge, the the like speech challenge idea from Fallout and other games. Really, I that was actually like some of my favorite parts and. The fact that this game is like almost entirely speech challenges is really awesome to me. So I really want to get it. I'm hoping, but I'm like you where I have so many other games right now that there's no point in me spending the money for it. And even discounted, it's 30 bucks. And because yeah, it just came out. Right. And and I understand, like, I, I want to support them, like whatever great game and stuff. But if I have Death Stranding, Pokemon, um, Control, and a whole bunch of games on Game Pass, like, I got to get through those before I can spend money to play yours. Um, Remnant, def- I'm on the same level as you. Whenever you tell me that it's Dark Souls slash Bloodborne with guns, that sounds awesome to me. Well, Bloodborne does have guns, but real guns. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, and the fact that, like, it, everybody's everybody's game starts the same way, but everything that happens in it is completely different. It's all procedural is awesome. It's such a good idea. It it's great. Um, I shit on Jedi fallen order, star Wars, Jedi, the fall, however you say it, I really shit on it. But knowing that they went off of like it's very heavily Dark Souls Sekiro based, yeah. Then that made me really intrigued. I care zero about Star Wars and care one hundred percent about the gameplay. So it's like I don't care about the storyline of it at all. But I still really want to get in there and play it. Um, what the golf? I really want to play that because it sounds awesome. I heard it was really good. I yeah. Had a, I had a friend that played it who really liked it. Yeah, and I – my issue is it's on the phone, and I'm, like, so against phone games. <sighs> um, It's on Switch and Epic. Oh. Store. Hey, look at that. I'm wrong. Maybe I'll get it for – ooh, maybe I'll get it for Switch. That sounds like a Switch game, like – Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Maybe I'll do that. Um, The Outer Worlds, I love Fallout games. And I haven't played that one yet. It's on Game Pass, so once I get a couple of other games done, I plan on getting back into it. But until then, um, DMC Five because why not? Honestly. It's really good. Yeah, it's really and, good. And, and I love that they they pulled such a one eighty 
on that um, because like I, okay, so whenever I made the list for the decade for game of the decade, um, I came across DMC. The last time, the, the last one with whatever his name is, not Dante, oh, yeah. the other guy, and, and like I was looking at the box art for it, and it was just cracking me up the way they went like such a uh, goth vibe with that game, and then DMC Five comes out, and you have people. Have you seen the cutscenes yet? By the way, the like not, live acted cutscenes. Oh no, I, I oh never my did. god, they're hilarious. I was watching it and. I was watching some on YouTube. They cracked me up. Like the fact that they can take something that's like so serious and just turn it some into like something that's not is, I don't know. It's really interesting to me. So I really want to play it. Um, Apex. I don't like playing with randos. Sorry. Um, but I still want to try it. Um, another one that I wanted to put on here is, but I don't have it on the list is, um, Super Mario Maker 2, never played it. Oh, yeah. I mean, I love the first one, but I I just never got around to getting this one. Um, There's another game, too, that I was just thinking of. Holy crap, what was it? It was a 2D game, too. Oh, um, Ukulele and the Impossible Mission. Did you get that for free on Epic? It's free on Epic right now. Ukulele is not the. Is it the new no, one? No, it's the new one. Oh, yeah, go I get, got it. Go get that quick. Yeah, no, I already did. I thought it was okay. just the original Ukulele. It is the Impossible Lair. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I really want to play that because Gerard, the completionist, that's his game of the year. Yeah, I, I heard that was really good. Yeah. And will that need. Do you remember Rayman Legends? Yeah. Oh my god, I love Dreaming Man Legends. And that, it kind of reminds me of that in a weird way. But yeah, I mean, that, that's my game. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, so we, as, as you can tell, uh, may have missed out on a lot of stuff, but uh, oops. So we should probably get into our actual games of the year. So Wait, are, are we doing. I keep thinking that there's more. That we have oh, wait, like oh, wait, multi, best multiplayer, story. multiplayer no, story. Not multiplayer. We're not doing multiplayer because we said that we do not, we did not play enough. <laughs> yeah, none of us are qualified. Um, best story. Okay, so for best story, <laughs> I don't know. We, I don't know if we can even judge this one. <laughs> what we've got written down is <laughs> Death Stranding, Disco Elysium, um, Outer Worlds, and Outer Wilds. So I can confidently say that Outer Wilds has a good story, and I can confidently say that Death Stranding has an interesting story. Uh, the other two, I don't know. So I don't know about Disco at all. Did you say Wilds or Worlds? Wilds. Okay. Ah, okay. Um. <laughs> I'm actually going to throw a curveball, and I'm going to say Control. For my favorite. The, okay, so Death Stranding, I. In our Death Stranding episode, and maybe where we do that one later, but I think it's nuts the way that we wondered so long about what this game was going to be. Like, well, I guess it really wasn't that long. In, in all, Three years. Right. I mean, it's just like Duke Nukem Forever, what? That was like 20? So. Yeah. Three to twenty isn't that bad, but um, 
it's nuts to me to think, and maybe I'm just reading into this all wrong, but I, I feel like, I really feel like this game is just hit about his life or like the last couple of years from, um, Konami to Kojima productions during that time, because the whole point he, okay. So he's keeping, he wants the like, okay. I don't know where I'm going to go into spoilers here. I don't send it. Um, okay. So a spoiler alert. So a certain individual is always wanting to get his BB back. I'm not going to say who I think, you know, but a certain individual is always trying to get his BB back. That's what he was trying to do. Like he wanted to keep metal gear. Metal gear is his baby. That's what it was. Then they're like, it, you require so many, the, the area around you is so hostile in death stranding like just to get around that you need other people just like he needed other people to build him a roadway a pathway whatever you want to say to get to kojima productions that's what he needed he needed a way to do that and how he did that was he formed friendships he got people to like his stuff quote unquote and allowed him to progress on to start his own company that's what happened I will say that once we get into like the 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 more intricates of the story, I think that that's just like what happened. Like it, it, it that's where he's putting in the filler to actually make a game out of this. But I do feel like this game is just his life in a way. I I I had not gotten that far with it. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, not I, in terms of but in terms of the depth of the story, I guess I got to think about it that way. Yeah, the, it, it. I just feel okay. So the um, okay. I guess I'll take that back. So um, Mads Mikkelsen is the character that is trying to get yeah, his yeah, baby yeah, yeah. back, and like the whole time, whenever you're fighting him, every time that you fight him, it's just constantly he's like BB. We're like, where's my BB? And blah 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 blah. Everything, and then um. And also the other thing that I find interesting is that his characters, like the, the characters that play other characters are kind of like his friends that led him on the path that helped him along the way. And the chiral network, it's basically just the internet. Like it, it's, it's what connects us all to allow him to keep moving forward. I just feel like the story, he just took the story of what happened to him and kind of just, and I, I think that another thing is that, Okay, unless I'm completely high on this part, I don't think he enjoyed his time, especially later, being with Konami. No, not at all. That's confirmed. Right. So, um, but I don't know if you've realized it yet, but like at the very beginning, Sam, uh, Norman Reyes' character, Sam is very much like, no, it's me and you guys, like, this is your own BS, figure it out, sort of a thing. And, like, so he has no connection to quote-unquote America because it is America. But he has, like, no connection to America. And the only reason why he has this connection is because of individuals that are in power that are forcing him to continue on because he has a relationship with them. That's the same thing that I feel like happened with him at Konami where he wanted nothing to do with him anymore. He just wanted to make his game and move on. But because his game was there, he had to stick with it. And that it's almost like, don't get me wrong. It's very much of a paraphrasing sort of a thing, but 
I I just found it odd that the story of Death Stranding I feel like was right in front of us the whole time, but nobody ever like made that connection. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think everybody expected it to to be a a lot more at face value. Right. So like in the last like a year ago, people were were saying, oh, it's really just you go from point A to point B, and that's it. Right. Um, and but there's still ambiguity to it. So I'm still holding out for the fact that there's going to be some crazy secret that's uncovered and then we realize what the story is actually about, like some crazy twist. Um, I don't think it's going to happen realistically, but I'm, I'm still like, this is so weird. There's got to be something like that. I mean, but, but that's what's good about how ambiguous it is. It's like the right amount that there's this huge story that's there that you really have to read into, but it could be an allegory for like his life. Right. That, and that's, I mean, I, I'm not meaning for the record, whenever I say his life, I'm not meaning like the entirety of it. I'm just meaning like the last couple of years yeah. with everything that was going on. I just, now that being said, I don't, I think the story is so convoluted. It's so out there. And I will admit that it really annoys me whenever people are like, oh, okay, this is going to make me sound really heartless. Sorry. But whenever like there, like the still mothers, a lot of people had a problem with like the still mothers and the uh, the guy wanting to get rid of um, the baby, BB, whatever, wanting to get rid of him because he was quote unquote defective. And like a lot of people are like, you're just going to kill a child because he's, it's defective. But my thing, this is the, this is the future. And the future, the future is an uncomfortable place. We may have to deal with uncomfortable things that you may have to do to make the world as a whole a better place. You have to sacrifice the few for the many. I mean, like it, it, people do it every day. So it drives me nuts whenever people are like just immediately shove off this game because it's talking about uncomfortable things. But that's just that's the future. It's all uncomfortable because we don't know. Yeah, if, like, humanity is, like, on the brink of extinction. You right, know? exactly. Like, you got to do what you got to do <laughs> at that point, I guess. I mean, but at, at some point, I guess there is, like, a, is this worth saving anymore? But I don't know. The I just feel like the, game, the, the concept of the story is really good. The, the way that it executes it is it could be a lot better, a lot better. Like maybe not so ambiguous. Like I said, even though I have heard that later on it, I'm in the point right now where they're like explaining a lot of stuff and things are starting to make more sense. But at the same time, it's like, like I had to go from one place to another. Right. And I was in a vehicle. I don't know if you've gotten this far and if you've been using vehicles like crazy, but I've been using vehicles like crazy and so because of that, I travel from one place to another really quickly because I'm in a vehicle and I don't know what sort of like server your game is attached to or how any of that works. But like on the server that my game is attached to or the portion of it, at least we <laughs> I guess the people in my game are really good. We have the entire road from one side to another like built. So I literally just get on the road and drive from one place to another. So my point is, is that like. 
I'm I'm in the late game and I'm driving from one place to another and I'm flying. But a guy keeps chiming in on the codec to tell me things. But every time he does, he tells me the same thing. But the game is supposed to like once you're this far away from the location, this codec call comes in. Once you're this much closer, this call comes in. But because I'm on the road and I'm driving, it's like bam, bam, bam. Like it all happens. So he keeps telling me the same th- the same thing like three times in just different different voices like different words. Do you get what I mean? Uh, no. <laughs> okay, it's fine. The point is is that it explains itself way too much, and even though it's ambiguous, like it's very vague, but it's I don't know. I I have some serious issues with the story, so I don't think it wins best story. I mean, I think the, the issues are uh, – so honestly, Death Stranding is going to be my vote, but the, are there issues with the story? Absolutely, 100%. Um, okay, so then – so your vote is Death Stranding. Yeah. Okay, I'm taking out Outer Wilds because I feel like the search for everything – I played it like all day today, and it's fantastic. <laughs> but the search for everything is like – I don't feel – I don't feel like that's much of a story like you you connect things to make the story but sometimes you can just leave things out you know what i mean yeah like, i mean I, I i say that like it's a very uh, new way of storytelling or very in, inventive way of storytelling right because you could miss a ton of stuff right exactly and like all that you really need to know is that you're a colony that somehow started their own space program (laughs) that's really it the sun blows up every 20 22 minutes 21 minutes 22 22 22 minutes so i mean that's your story moving on figure everything else out on your own which like figuring it out is the fun part of the game but i don't think that's necessarily a story okay so i have no idea what the story of outer worlds is i know it deals with like corporates run everything and you have to side with one or the other, but I heard that it gets really bad towards the end. Like just, you just don't care anymore. Uh, I, I, I've heard similar things and I, I, I don't know anything about that game either. So my vote is control. And I'll, I'll, I'll go with that just cause <laughs> I don't, I don't know enough about the other. You're not supposed to, you're not supposed to just agree. You're supposed to be like, and why do you feel like control? And why do you feel like control? Okay, so can I spoil one thing? I'm just going to tell you, like, because the story of the of the game is very straightforward. But I feel like the extra things, why things happen, are the really interesting things. The underlying stories of the over story it, it makes it the most interesting. So can I spoil one of those underlying things? Yeah. Control yes. is a game. You walk in. You immediately become – not immediately, but pretty quickly you become the director. So you're now the head. It's a long story why that happens. But you become the director, so you're now the head of everything. The thing is is that there's so many stories written within like the emails and the files and stuff that you find. So much so that there's actually a part where you go to – um. It's not a – I can't remember what it's called now. Dang it. It's um, 
it's like a reacting chamber, a react chamber, whatever. It's a chamber that the that's the source of energy. It's their energy. It's their generator for the entire building, right? Yeah. And like, so you go there and you're just like, oh, well, whatever. It's a generator. Throughout your time, you find out that the previous director, not the not you, not the director that you replaced, but the director that the director that you replaced replaced. Does that make sense? So three of them ago, you because it's you, the person you replaced, and then the next person. That next person, right? I I his name escapes me. He went crazy with power, so much okay. crazy that he actually caused himself to build up masses massive amounts of energy. And they put him in the generator. He is the source of their power. <laughs> right? Okay. Isn't this crazy? But that's what I'm saying. Like that that story is entangled in so many different things because the house itself, the whatever the building itself has so many different key aspects going on that they I don't know it, and it tells just this crazy story but there's hundreds of other stories you could miss that completely and I realize that we docked now that I'm saying this out loud I realize that we docked outer wilds for this but like you run into these places you cannot miss this you what you can do is you could just not read the emails or not read the files that you find but if you you're you're you have to go to that generator. You just don't realize what's in the generator. And it's I just feel like that sort of entanglement is so bizarre and so it's it's great. And I feel like like Outer Wilds is um you can miss you can just miss a lot. And and it seems like with this yeah, it's it's uh you can miss the fine details, but you're still there. Right. And I just think that that, I don't know, that sort of, those sort of crazy stories. A guy is your energy source? It just, it blows my mind just thinking about it, especially because, like, I remember thinking, hey, I want to see what's in this. And I found out. <laughs> It's just it's it's just weird to me, but I think that it has a really good story. Is the is the story the craziest story? No, but all the stories combined, how things just work together. The cases that you they they spent so much time to tell so many stories in that game. It's impressive. They had to have somebody right. sit down and think of this stuff and write it out. Because everything that you find are written stories or files. Somebody had to design these files. Not only that, but the other thing that I find is particularly crazy is that every time that – I don't know how far you got at all. Not far. <laughs> that doesn't tell me where. But there's a lot of um, – so you'll stumble you'll, – as you're walking through, you'll find like offices or classrooms or whatever – and there'll be whiteboards. These whiteboards will tell you something. Like they will have – so somebody sat down and on a computer had to design a whiteboard item in to put into – a model of that thing to put into the game. And like sometimes these whiteboards will tell you how things work in the world. And they're not needed. You don't need to read any of them. But if you sit and you think about everything that's in front of you – 
you piece together so much more of this of other stories going on and then and it, it's stuff relating to the core plot right um that's like hidden in the environment right and it's i ju- i just find that i found it crazy there so that's why control is my pick for best story that sounds like a worthy candidate for best story <laughs> of the year so is it <laughs> is it control I mean, I, I, i'm yeah i'm willing to concede to that because like i've enjoyed the story of death Stranding a lot but i i will definitely admit that there's a lot of flaws to it but i think that yeah whenever whenever i talked to somebody about death stranding like i had um somebody ask me like with um I had somebody ask me to say, like, without bias, tell me, is Death Stranding worth it? And I and I told them, like, I really – I don't think that I could recommend Death Stranding to anybody unless you played Red Dead and Red Dead 2 and you enjoyed Red Dead 2. If you enjoyed the walking around, it is fantastic. But you – I don't – I don't – honestly, I don't stick with Death Stranding because of the story at all. Not even a little bit, honestly. I stick with it because I enjoy walking around. I have obsessive compulsive disorder and I have to get five stars on everybody that I deliver to. That's a problem. And I, I liked looking at a mountain and thinking there's thousands of ways I can get around this, but what way am I choosing? Most of the time it's driving up it, but go on. For me, it's, it's both, um, it's it's the story, but the gameplay and the environment, and it's it's multiple things. But the story is part of it. But I I I hate to mean this in a bad way, but I feel like it's because like I know that I just I just got to chat um, episode eleven, like today, like four o'clock today. Um, I just got to episode eleven, and I think that I'm really on like the downward slope, like. <sighs> The the story, especially around Mama. Oh wait, crap! You, shit. <laughs> um, I don't know where where chapter four. I mean, where episode four is. But the point is that I feel like like the story goes in a definite arc, and I think that I'm on the downward side of that arc. So the story means less to me. I was definitely more interested in it at the beginning and in the middle than I was now that I've gotten things figured out yeah if that makes sense yeah so i probably haven't gotten that far yet right so i i can see why you think that but yeah control holy crap i put a three for story okay okay so (laughs) that's our uh categories individual categories so now we're gonna get into our games of the year so should uh, how should we do this should we like we each have our own list should we just kind of go back and forth and then like debate overall um like like we say like um, this is my number 10 this is my number 10 so on and so forth and then debate the overall afterwards um yeah i think that what we should do is this crap that's not what was supposed to happen that also is not supposed to happen. Okay, so 
So what we're trying to do is make a simultaneous list. I'm guessing. Yes. Where I'll I'll write in my number ten. You write in your number ten. That we. Oh no 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 no. The, so I made a box. These games. If you're looking, these are the games. Yeah. What I did was these are the games that we can choose from. Which there's plenty more. It's just a couple. And what I was going to do here in this box was to actually create a numbered list. So whenever we say like this is we think this is the ultimate number one, we'll type in, you know for instance that's training. Let's say we put that number one. That's in this list. That way we can keep track of the actual list that we are making for the yeah the whole. Right. This is not our specific list though, obviously. So I think that we should do our list, our top ten list. Maybe add in add in the ones that are not on this side that are on our top ten. Add them in on that side, and then we can just move them over to this side. Okay. In whatever order we see fit, and then once we see the order, then we can say, well, I don't think that should go to ten. I think that should be eight, or I think that should be off the list, or whatever. You get what I mean? So we'll Great. start with ours. Add in whatever we don't have and then move on. Gotcha. <laughs> so do you want to start with your honorary mentions? Uh, do you not have any honorary mentions? Uh, no, like my 10 list is really honestly the 10 games that I put okay. what I would consider a substantial amount of time into. Yeah. Um, if I had honorary mentions, it, it's going to be the RE2 I know is amazing. I did not play it for very long. I've just started Jedi and Control and Outer Wilds, things like that. Okay. Um, that we've already touched on. So. Okay, so then my number twelve honor. Well, my my two honorary mentions are. Um, so I have Damon X Machina. I'll admit I didn't buy the game, but I played an awful lot. I of the demo that came out, and that demo is lengthy. Yeah, wasn't it like 10 plus hours or something yeah it's lengthy and i played the missions multiple times i i think i can sit here and tell you it is a good mech game so that is the reason why i'm keeping it i um i did not beat it obviously <laughs> but um i don't think that it's really like the controls are definitely an issue um it doesn't handle the best there's a lot of tedious things but just like getting into a mech and just beating the shit out of a couple of other ones makes it fun and i really enjoyed the demo really enjoyed the demo um i just feel like it's not worth anything else um my number 11 is killer queen black um i played that with my family i love killer queen God, I love Killer Queen. Um, I personally think that the controls on the Switch are a problem. Really a problem. It's hard to handle. And it's crazy because the arcade game, there's there's a stick and a button. That's it. How do you fuck that up? Honestly. How? Did they add extra inputs or what? So what they did was like – so. okay, did you – have you ever played as the Queen? I don't think I have. Okay, so the queen, if you, like, like let's say I'm trying... Okay, so you can only hit from the top, right? 
If you okay. if you didn't know, you can only hit from the top. So the way that it is is that in the arcade game, there was there's like if there's a dash, I don't know how to do it. But in the Switch version in black, there's a dash. So like if you're flying, because you had to press the button to fly, and multiple times, like you can't just hold down the button and it fly. You have to tap the button to keep flying. But if you press, so if I'm sitting there and I'm I'm flying and I push down, it does like a dash straight downwards. Meaning like if there's not a level or a if there's not a plane to stop you, you're gonna keep on going. So if there's just right. empty space, you're just going to keep on going. But I don't – I may not want to go down that far. Like I may want to prepare. So like my sister and I, we whenever we were playing because I had like – I had my entire family. So I had four a team of four and a team of four playing against each other. And I was the queen and my sister was the queen. And we just kept like doing this dive at each other to tr- and like whoever hit first won is the way that it worked. And I just – I just felt like it. it's a letdown. I'm sure that once I got used to it, it'd be better. But how do you fuck up two controls? Like, it's just a stick and a button. That's it. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> okay, those are my honorary mentions. I need to play Killer Queen Black on the Switch to better understand. But, right. Um, I, I feel like I've had that same reaction to other games on the Switch. Yeah. I just, think there's just some finicky things with the differences in their controls. Right. But, Anyway, I mean, honestly, I figured at some point I'll go up there and you'll come or you'll come down here and maybe we can get a group together to play because I think it's a fantastic group game. Fantastic. I actually I mean, my parents didn't care too much about playing and I just kind of forced it on them because we need two more people. But oh, well, I thought it was a blast. Yeah, it just sucks that you're just it just turns into a, a dash festival. But yeah, moving on. Okay, you want to go? You want to start with ten since I did my honorable honorable mentions. Sure. So, my number ten is gonna be Slay the Spire. Hmm. Um, I don't know. I was really just I fired that up on Game Pass, and then ended up purchasing it on Switch. Um, I, I believe it was on one of the sales, but I I really wanted to have that to be able to play portably. Um. And I don't know, man. I just I was just blown away by how well how well it was, or how well it. I'm trying Played. to find the right the right English grammatical. How uh, how great it was. How fun it was. Yeah. Did you uh, say sorry. that? My my brain is not working. Okay. Um. It's it's relatively deep, great art style, very addicting. Uh, I don't know. It, it it's just a great great roguelike. I'm a sucker for roguelikes. Got into Pokemon cards this year, so I started looking up like competitive card game stuff, and then that kind of scratched that itch. So mm-hmm. I don't know; it was just a right game at the right time type of thing. Have you? Do you watch Rick and Morty? Uh, no. You need to. I think you would really like it. But the reason why I'm bringing it up is because there. Have you heard of Pocket Mortys? No. Okay. Well, it's a phone game that is basically Pokemon. Except with Rick and Morty. Okay. And it's really cool. But it's a phone game, and there, I bring it around because, like, it's whenever you said like Pokemon, like the cards, this is, it's more of a, I don't know. I think you would really enjoy it. Moving on. So, my, <laughs> are you done? <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, my number 10 is Void Bastards. Um, I played it a little bit. I didn't get too in depth into it. I'm, 
I don't know how I feel yet about the rotating people. And I think I just really need to spend more time with it and really dive into the mechanic. But I I really enjoy what I, what I played of it. It's an interesting art style. It's an interesting way of doing things. And um, it's interesting. But that's, yeah, it's a, it's a it's an unexpected mashup. Yeah, and I mean that art style definitely helps. I feel like. Yeah. That's I don't have much else to say about it. I need I need to play that more too. So. Yeah, now that I have Game Pass, apparently for like a year and a half, I plan on getting into it at some point. Yeah. All right. So number nine for me. Um, now, I don't know if you've even heard of this game, but it's AI The Somnium Files. Um, so I, I don't know if you know this, Luke, but I have a video game podcast. I know what that game is. Okay, But so in you, case I don't, please tell me. So it's the, the next game from the guy who designed uh, 999 and um, Zero Time Dilemma. And uh, the frick what was the last one. Uh, Virtue's Last Reward. Or... Virtue's Last Reward was the second. Zero Time Dilemma was the third. Um, so these are all like visual novel mystery games. Um, and I, th- that trilogy, I love. I love those. I played them way late. I, I think I played most of them in 2018 slash 2019. Fantastic visual novel mysteries. Um, so this was released for PS4 and Switch. And honestly, for a gameplay perspective, it was just so... It took this kind of very basic gameplay style and, and smoothed things out. Uh, it, it made the investigations and the questioning like just flow better. Um, I need to play it more because I've, I've technically finished it, but it's the kind of game that you have to play it multiple times and you know do different choices, and then eventually the true story or the true ending comes out. So, um, so but how, how does this... How, how does it work? Like, is it like Disco Elysium or is it like? No, it's like um, uh, a, a static screen where you're pointing around at, you know, I need to investigate this oh. drawer and like this window. And then, but then you have conversations with people. And what is this? Different... Co- and where is this? What is it? It takes on AI, AI, the Somnium files on Switch and PS4. Um, oh, dang. Not on. PC. It might be on PC. Give me one second. Let hey, it's out. on PC. It is? Okay. $41? Well, it just came out. If if you check Steam and find... I'll send you the links, but like the um, the nonary games is what it's called for the original ones. Um, see if you can get those on sale. I would say that those are better because the story... How do you spell in those, that? N-O-N-A-R-Y games. The Zero Escape, the Narnery games? Yep, yep. Those ones are only 15. I mean, dude, because, like, the, I love that, like, it, it doesn't matter. Keep going, sorry. It's like a classic adventure style slash visual novel. But definitely get that, the original ones, because I know for a fact the story in those is just unbelievable i can i literally cannot believe how this guy put together a story that just weaves everything together 
it's 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 crazy um and it's it's very difficult uh, and not difficult to follow but there's just a lot there right right so um i've put 15 20 hours into this game and um, i haven't gotten to that extra stuff yet so i i can't comment on the full you know full playthrough total end game experience but the main playthrough i really enjoyed and i i, I got to do it again sometime and take all the opposite choices to try to get the the secret ending or whatever mm. but the the bundle the zero escape trilogy is on sale for 20 bucks 1838 so at, if you get um i think just the nonner games with the first two that's really all you need um like those two i'd say are like nines out of ten and then the third one is like a 7.5 out of ten the um, zero time dilemma yeah okay that's another one. The gameplay was more interesting, but the story was a little bit messier. Well, yeah. The, the, I mean, I'm the sorry. The first two. I'm, I'm just thinking that if I, I might as well, if if I did this, I might as well do the trilogy because it's four dollars more. Yeah, but <laughs> recommended. Okay. Uh, anyway, you really need to play. Did you ever play? Because I know you talked about it. Did you ever play um, Untold Stories? I played the first. Dude, because I feel like it's like around the same sort of idea, or like you're yeah, you're looking yeah, at a static static screen. I mean, it's not there's not as much going on. I'm I'm assuming, but yeah, okay. So I, you're gonna have to type that one in. I'm not typing that one in. That's too oh, many yeah, words. Sorry. sorry. Uh, Wait, we're, we're typing it over here. Okay. <laughs> oh dang it! I oh what the heck? Oh what the heck did I just do? Okay, never mind. Disregard. What's your number nine? My number. <laughs> okay. What's your number nine? My number nine is Gears Five. Um, it was fun. Other than that, that's all I can really say. I I feel like it took a drop off of four. I just I don't know. I feel like they're telling a story for story's sake, as bad as that is to say. Like I realize that that's mostly a story. Like. That makes sense, but I don't know. I just felt like it it dropped off. It was still a really good game. The the mechanics of it were really good. The visual ideas were really good. But I really what I didn't like was I felt like I went from one place to it, and I realized that this is a lot of gears. But I guess I'm just sick of the whole mechanic now. But going from one place fighting enemies to another place fighting enemies to another place fighting enemies to another place fighting a horde of enemies and then coming to another place and maybe i have to solve like a quick little puzzle that is not that hard because generally it's just having jack open a door and then going somewhere else and fighting more enemies like that's the progression of it the open world side of it i thought was like there's quotations around the open world um that mechanic Made it a little bit more interesting, but I really felt like it was – it wasn't in the right place. Like Gears doesn't have an open world. I don't need an open world in Gears is my thing. But Yeah, yeah I was kind of skeptical of hearing about that. Yeah, that's why. And um, like Gears 5, when I heard it, when I knew it was announced or heard it was announced, I was like, I know it's going to be solid because I really enjoyed Gears 4, but I'm like, what – more could they do with it and i mean the first couple chapters that i played i've I've really enjoyed 
Mm-hmm. Um, not anything mind blowing, but right. That's that's one that I'm I plan on finishing at some point. Right. I mean, now that I have Game Pass for apparently a year and a half, I'm just gonna say that every time I say I have Game Pass, I'm just gonna say for apparently a year and a half. <laughs> we'll see until they cancel it, I guess. <laughs> yeah. But if they're like, Game Pass isn't viable for us anymore because we're not making money. You know, um, so Phil Spencer just did an interview where he was like, that's the number one concern I hear online, and it's doing very well. Yeah, well, I mean, in all honesty, it's like Netflix. Netflix puts how much money into some movie? I mean, think of The Irishman, for crying out loud. Netflix is a subscription-based thing. Like, that's what it is. And they're still pouring money into their own IPs. It's the same thing Microsoft is doing. And I'm sure even to another extent, because they have other games on there, like from other companies, that I'm sure they get some sort of revenue from that, you know? So, I... Like, I'm sure that if you bought... I saw Fallout was on there. If you bought a Fallout game on game pass i'm sure that money like they have a portion of that money going to microsoft rather than a portion all of it going to bethesda you know so i'm yeah i'm sure that like i'm sure they're making plenty of money plenty of money especially because every time that you download a game that they have a sales figure that that's data that they can then sell to other customers i mean other people other businesses, I guess. So, like, there's yeah. there's many aspects to it. I'm not worried about that. And I think one aspect that people don't realize is, like Netflix, games will leave the service. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's it's kind of a, a cycling thing, right? So there's been it's it's only maybe one or two, maximum of two games that I was 75 percent of the way through, mm-hmm. and and it was the month or they notify you it's like two weeks ahead of time, right? And I was like, God damn it <laughs> i'm so close but then they offer you a discount oh so it's, like, okay. it's like 75 really? or, or you know 20 percent off or whatever 25 percent off or something i'm like well shit i might as well spend seven bucks right because this game was awesome and i'm really close to finishing it and and whatever and so i think they get they they can get you that way too right and i mean dude i that just remind never mind okay we gotta keep going because that's gonna turn into something so you're number number eight yeah number eight my number eight is Super Mario Maker 2. Um, you know, it, it, it's a weird game because I'm like, it didn't add a whole lot, but at the same time it did. You know, you don't realize it at first. But it's one that, honestly, there's the simple things like slopes <laughs> in your levels. It, it seriously is true. It just yeah. makes them feel that much more organic or more that much closer to a real Mario game. Um, and really at the end of the day the single player story mode was pretty basic but at the same time i spent a ton ton of time with it and it excuse me teaches you a lot of stuff and like it it's stuff that doesn't seem like it's substantial but it really is and it i I think it really took the whole just concept of mario maker to the level it needed to be Hmm. now this one unfortunately i did not spend nearly enough time with online levels that i did with the first one um but I spent a solid 30 hours just digging around, you know, finished the, the main one, uh, downloaded a few levels, uh, pardon my, my French, but, um, <laughs> just digging around. That's, that's a game I want to go back to and see like, what have people done in the last six months? Um, I think they, they just had an update too. So yeah. Oh dude. Yeah. It was the, um, uh, yeah, I can't remember what it's called now. The, the, 
the Triforce it had some update. kind of Zelda thing, right? Yeah. Yeah, dude. God dang. Ah. But as someone that just loves 2D Mario, it's just this is shit I dreamed about as a kid, and um, it's just it's just cool to be able to to flesh these kind of things. Mm-hmm. Out see all kinds of crazy ideas with yeah. a 2D Mario environment. I mean, as can you use whenever you have you built many levels? No. Can you switch your hand to be a cat's paw still? That seems like something that is it would do. Okay. That was in the first one, and that that's honestly the most important thing. There's a lot of cutesy little characters, so even if you couldn't, there's all kinds of fun little little robot guys and stuff. Right. Um, my number eight is Luigi's Mansion. I have to preface this by saying I played very little of it. However, my wife played a lot, and I watched her play a lot. So I think I have an idea of how everything goes. I played a little bit of co-op with her and stuff. The co-op's really good, by the way. Guiji, character of the year. Dang. Number one. Uh, yes, character of the year. Number one. Guiji's great. But, um, I mean, it's simple. It's, it, it's simple. It has a really, I mean, it has... It's a Luigi's Mansion. I mean, what else do you want? It has good characters. Honestly, I think that... I think you'll agree with this. There's no company better, none, than Nintendo at level design. They're... The design... How precise they make levels on anything is just... It's remarkable. The amount of detail and things like that... Uh, I mean, I think back to Mario, Super Mario Odyssey. That those levels, those worlds were just full of so much detail, so many things. Same, hundred yeah, percent. Same with Luigi's Mansion. Like whenever you find a floor, and that floor has a theme, and the theme runs throughout the entire floor and stuff. But there's like you look and you're like, huh? There's got to be a way to get in there, and like it's something in the foreground and. Uh, they, like it'll be something in the foreground and you'll be like, huh, this is weird. I need to figure this out. But then there's like other things going on in the background that affect things in the foreground and back vice versa. It, it gets, it's so, I remember, um, my wife was playing the piano boss and the piano boss, he's like up on stage and he's playing the piano. And like immediately I was like, well, get up on the stage. Like you got to jump on the stage and attack him. no, you actually have to stay down in the seats area because yeah. And like he comes, he throws things and you have to like catch them with the vacuum and shoot them back at him to attack them. And like that sort of, I realize that that's like a really small little thing, but like that to think of a, of a, of a level of a boss fight with that sort of intricacy on like such a normal plane if that makes sense like it's this is not like dark souls where you have oceans of vastness going on you're you're in a one damn room man and to think of like still thinking like that room can be separated into two different planes with an on stage and an off stage it i right. i really that that game really showed me like nintendo is no joke whenever it comes to like 
just level design. Not necessarily the game as a whole, but that, those levels, they they are the best. Done. I could I could co-sign that. Good. Because um, it was because you had to because I said so. Uh, you know, I, I Luigi's Mansion Three was a game that I was like, I have no desire to play that right now. But but the reception has honestly been spectacular. Yeah, it's I was surprised by it. It's really good, really good. All right, um, so to number seven, uh, my number seven is Katana Zero. That's uh, an indie game that we talked about in like the best style and best indie game categories, I believe. Um, so I played this game on Switch. It's a 2D platformer, action platformer, where you're a samurai and you have to kill a ton of people. And um, I, f- I feel like it went under the radar super hard. Mm-hmm. It's It kind of plays pretty similarly to My Friend Pedro, uh, which is another indie game from um, Devolver. Um, like, it's 2D. You can turn back time. You got to kill a lot of people. It gets crazy, crazy hard. Um, excellent art style. Really great story. Um, I don't know. It's just badass. You just feel like a badass. Um, That's always important. Yeah. Like I, I kind of talked about the base gameplay on the, the f- first part, but it, all it is is basically mapping out how you're going to get through a level without being killed. One shot will kill you. You have to... I, I died a ton. It, it was super Meat Boy levels, almost, of how many times I died to be able to get through things. Um, so it really takes 2D action platformer combat to as far as it can go um, in terms of preciseness. And I don't know. I just had a, I had a blast with it. And just from, like I said, from visuals, gameplay, story, everything, I thought it knocked it out of the park. And so it has a really good story? Yes. I didn't see that. That's one thing that I felt like it would like, this is me just being, um, me. I, I looking at it, looking into it. I felt like the story had to be lacking. Like, I don't know. I just, I was being, um, stereotypical, I guess. Just, I mean, I, I, I would say the same thing. Like you, you wouldn't expect it to go as deep as it did. Right. But it, I mean, the the gameplay itself looks good. It reminds me of um, Nidhogg, really, as weird as that is. Where like it's really just about getting from one side to another. But I, I was, I was looking into it. I was waiting for it to like go on sale. It never did though. But also, I just have so many other games I have to play first. Like every game yeah. I've talked about so far. <laughs> no, I could definitely co-sign that. But it's if if you can get it for what five to seven bucks or something right. it's it's definitely worth it it's a lot of fun right um so my number seven you don't have to worry about writing this one down oh and i didn't write down yours whoops um because i know this one won't make it but i still want to talk about it my number seven was heave ho um i talked about it as best multiplayer last time um part, part one go back and listen if you haven't you know shameless like and subscribe shameless plug um but uh, it it's a it's just a fantastic party. It's up there with Killer Queen Black, um, except the controls aren't as dumb. Um, it's just you're. It, I like games where it's about forming cooperation rather than all for one, one for all. 
And um, I think this does a really good job just because, I mean, we we had people, my wife, I'll blame her. She, like, whenever we first started playing it, she immediately took off and got to the cup. But we had, like, because you have to collect a coin. And we never collected the coin. She just went straight there. And we're like, no, you got to help us get to the coin. She goes, no, it's a race. And I was like, it's not a race. It's, like, you're supposed to cooperate. So, like, you can have those outliers. And it just makes it, it makes it very... I don't really know what the word is, but it it allows you to be a jerk and run off by yourself if you want, or you can do it the proper way and form a form a bond and have cooperation and have everybody working together to get a task done. So it offers like both aspects of it, and I really think that that's just I really liked it. It's a really good game, and it's really cheap. That's another thing. I think it was twenty bucks whenever I bought it. But yeah, it's right. it's fantastic. Number seven. Okay. Like I said, I know it won't go on because I'll boot it from our top ten if it's on there because it's not that good. It's just these are the games I had the most fun playing, and I had a lot of fun playing that game. Still go back to it. It's 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 like a better version of Overcooked without with much less um, wanting to kill each other. <laughs> That sounds good. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that was number seven. Yes. Okay, so number six for me is Bloodstained Ritual of the Night. So I may or um, may not have stayed up the other night once we got done recording the first one playing that game. Yeah. Oh, I should um, have added that to my list. I didn't even think about that. That's fine. Um, it's a good game. It's a good Metroidvania. It's fresh from the source. It is the dude that like defined Metroidvanias because Super Metroid introduced it. Yeah. It, well, really, Metroid introduced it, then Super Metroid like refined it a lot, but then Symphony of Night really just tightened everything mm-hmm. up. Um, and it, it's a tough game. It's absolutely tough. That I <laughs> I think I'm stuck on a boss, and I have been stuck on that boss for like a few months. But <laughs> um, I remember this summer when it came out. Um, got it day one, and for the next couple weeks, that was about all I played is is going through that. And it's very customizable. Yeah. All kinds of weapons and, and magic spells and everything like that. So you can really just get crazy with it. Um, it's kind of unhinged at that point because, you know, Super Metroid, you're kind of limited in what your suit can do, sort of. Um, Castlevania, they limit you a little bit. Like this, you can get, like, really nuts with it. Mm-hmm. Um, and... There, like I said, there's in the in the first part, there's some jank. Like I would not get it on Switch. I don't think that ran very well. Uh, there's some technical jank here and there, but um, overall, uh, turned out pretty solid. I think some people were very worried about it since it was delayed and stuff from the initial Kickstarter. Um, but non-Switch consoles, I think, came out very solid, and it's it's a very new and fresh take on the Metroidvania style because. A lot of like the indie games in that style are 2D pixelated um, type games, and this is is kind of a weird middle ground in between, um, you know, full on 3D and stuff like that. So, yeah, that, just in terms of art style, I I really like the way it looks. It um, I like the music. Uh, yeah, it I. It's just it's different, I guess. Is and the 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 looniness to it cracks me up i like you have to make a pizza 
and stuff. All the, I just, <laughs> whatever. Um, and the first boss, giant shameless plug, um, giant bomb was um, Vinny plays through it, and the very first. Do you remember the first boss by any chance? It's it's been a while since I played. I do not. It's this. It's a lady from the ocean, and she has. Um, a region in her chest that is very noticeable and the whole time they're just yep. like yep. they're like Vinny where are your eyes <laughs> and, uh it just so like the the character design it's just really I like it it's really fun um I'm glad it's on game pass yeah that was a good get yeah and uh yeah uh so my number six is Resident Evil 2 uh the remake um, I played. <laughs> I told you earlier. I didn't play the game. I I played the the demo probably a good five six times. Um, I speed ran it. it. I like it a lot. I want to get the game. The issue is, is that I just I don't have time right now. Um, honestly, I think I may go to GameStop tomorrow and just pick it up. <laughs> I don't know. I want to get it cheap. So I want to wait. Uh, check check uh, your Xbox or PlayStation store. It was twenty bucks on sale, but I don't know if that sales over yet. I don't know if I want digital. Eh, I could. You gotta, I could do. You got to go all digital. Bro. No, I'm, shut up, shut up. No. no, that's one thing with with sale season and how everything was digital, dude. I'm I am officially all digital. No, from this point forward. No, I can't do it, dude. I need that. I'm so mad that you talked me out of the BB on Death Stranding. So mad. I'm okay, just kidding. Uh, having a baby dude model in your house. You like, know that would be awesome. <sighs> nah. Uh, it would be the best. No, I don't. Anyway, that's that's a conversation for another time. Right. Um, yeah, they I I yeah, I really want to get it because I just I like see, I just don't know if if I get it tomorrow, if that'll be the cheapest. Because like right now they're having the sales, so it's gonna be cheap, but will it get cheaper than the sale? later because but, of the length but i guess if it's only 20 bucks that's probably the cheapest it's gonna get so then i'm gonna have to get that well here's the thing they're doing re3 You're right in a couple months so i bet like next black friday you can get them both for like a good pre- 30 bucks or less i don't know if i want to wait to ball i don't see and that is a long time to wait so okay We'll talk about this later, but I yeah. d- d- bring this up later because I'm going to forget, and you probably will too. But m- the chance of both of us, one of us remembering it, is better than just yeah. Anyways, though, um, right. what games come out in January for next year? Like, what good triple? What games? I'm not an indie guy. We all know this. Well, if you ha- in terms of triple A, there's not a whole lot triple right. A. What I'm getting is. The Tokyo Mirage Session Switchboard. I said later, Luke. Later. <laughs> um, oh. Yeah, so I'm not I'm not interested in Tokyo Mirage. <laughs> nice. Okay, we're moving past that. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. So Resident Evil Two, the remake, is my number six. You go. All right. I'll buy it oh, at oh. some point. Yeah. Okay. So my five, my number five, game of 2019, is Devil May Cry Five. Um. I was very surprised by how much I liked this game, how good it was, how much overall the industry liked it. And, I mean, I've been a fan of DMC for a while. I, I played, I think, 2 and 3 on the PS2 way back in the day because mm-hmm. I got them cheap as in high school. I remember you playing and, uh, 3. Yeah. Um, I enjoyed them. Um, 
I remember, you know, being, uh, feeling like DMC, the remake was kind of whack as everyone did. Cause it was kind of memey, um, or people, people made memes out of it. Um, so going into this, I was like, I, I want this to be good. Do I think it's going to be good? I don't know because this case, this was announced, you know, before we realized Capcom was fucking back, which <laughs> one of the best comebacks of all time, hundred percent. So yeah, when it finally came out and the reviews hit nines, 9.5s across the board or, you know, exaggerating, but a, a ton of nines and 9.5s it fired it up and it, it's, it's just a blast to play. Just tons of action. Um, great boss battles. And it, it, it looks fantastic. Mm-hmm. They, again, the RE engine is just killing it. Uh, unbelievable. Um, and it, it, it's just so fun. It's just, it's just great. So, I mean, part of it is the surprise of the whole thing. Like the fact that it is, is as good as it is. But if you're into those classic, your, your DMCs, your Ninja Gaidens, that style of game back from the early 2000s, uh, which I have a ton of nostalgia for, um, playing this just felt amazing and, and brought me back to that. Right. Yeah, I need to I need to get into that with Game Pass and stuff. It's just I think that the, sitting here thinking for like five seconds, I think that I'm going to be Death Stranding, Control, in this order, Death Stranding, Control, Pokemon mixed in with that because you can play Pokemon and other games. Um, then move on to Outer Worlds because that's on there. And then, yep. um, then DMC. I think is the way that I'm going to go with it. But yeah. Okay. Are you ready? Cause we're, that was your five. That was my number five. Yeah. Okay. So now we're getting into the weeds. Yeah. This is, this is where it hits. Are you, are you ready for this? Uh, ready as I'm going to be. <laughs> uh, my number five is death stranding. No. Yeah. What? I did not expect that i know that's okay i did not i didn't expect it to be number one but five five dude i'm okay so i hit a real rough patch i uh oh well yeah absolutely i'm not i'm not not getting it on that i okay uh uh, you have one day left for that xbox sale 23.99 but it's it's 1979 with Xbox Live Gold, which you should have right. Oh yeah 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 yeah. Wait, oh yeah, I see that up there. Look at that. Um, yeah. Um, okay, sorry for everybody listening in our chat. Luke just sent me the the screenshot. Yeah, screenshot of Resident Evil 2 on the Xbox One X for 1939. 39? 79. 1979. My knowledge of game deals is obscene. Like, I need to use my mental bandwidth to, like, do productive things, but instead I use it for what games are on sale right now. (laughs) It's a good thing you don't go to work tomorrow. Um, uh, Yeah, uh, Death Stranding is my number five. The reason why is I hit a rough patch with this game. Um... I I just got through a portion. Okay, so the BTs are not hard. 
they are not hard at all. I'll admit it. The 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 whatever. So the BTs are not hard. However, the thing that pisses me off with this game, and I'm gonna I'm gonna bitch a whole lot right now, Luke. Sorry, but the thing that pisses me off with this game so much is that so if you beat a BT, it's supposed to clear the area for a little bit, not forever, but for a little bit, right? I will beat a BT and like right now I'm in the portion of the game where I don't fight one BT. I, I fight two or three, or if they're not two or three, they're like a gigantic one. For instance, I just fought the squid best example I got. Um, so you've heard of the tar belt. We're getting into spoiler shit. You've heard of the tar belt, right? No, no. Okay, so the tar belt is an area they've talked about it several times. Um, I'm surprised you haven't. Rem- I'm sure that they've talked about it probably in um, an email. But yeah, but who the hell? I've I've been browsing. Yeah, yet. who the hell reads those? Um, the tar belt is an area. Once you get towards Edge Knot, Edge Knot is where Amelie is, right? West Coast, right, right? Right. So the tar belt goes between where you are and uh edge knot city so the the tar belt is where all of the bts there's hundreds of bts in this tar belt that separate you from edge knot and you have to work your way through there at some point okay i am in the mountain areas and i am trying to get from the mountain area to the tar belt not into the tar belt to the tar belt don't get that twisted, okay? And during which you're going over the mountains and whatever, and it's fine. Everything's fine. The issue is, is that there's one BT that's blocking my way, and it is a bitch. And it is the squid, dude, right? So I'm like, screw it. I prepared for this because I knew that this is a long trek. I'm going to fight BTs along the way. I know this. So I took all my stuff. I put it in um, a uh, well, I actually got a car. I got a vehicle. I put it all in the vehicle and I went and I made sure that I had hundreds of um, grenades on me, guns, all that stuff to handle this BT because I knew I was going to fight at least one. Get up there. BT captures me, pulls me from the car, blah, blah, blah. I fight the BT. I beat the BT. And you know how you immediately go into whatever they called and it's and asphyxia, whatever. Like you can't you're the BB is like tired so tired that it doesn't work you know what i'm talking about yeah yeah that that one meter is all the way up yeah the stress yeah so um yeah that uh that's what happens and like you have to rest you have to rest and you have to rest the baby well so i was like well i just beat the bt there's nothing really in harm's way right now i am fine so i rested for no joke luke like i think my rest time was two minutes Two minutes and I walk back because the BTs pull you so far from your cargo. I walk back to the car. I got everything in the car. I packed up. I there was um luckily uh one of the safe houses, like the shelters that that people build. There's one of them right there. Because like I guess a lot of people you probably have to fight this BT. So I drove my vehicle back to that safe house because I was gonna rest that way the baby can come back. Um, cause you have to connect it back. You have to do it in a safe house. So I drove back to this damn safe house, Luke, and connected the baby, but in the pro to connect the baby, but the BT comes fucking back and I have to fight him all over again. 
and and Luke and because because all my cargo has been sitting out there this whole time. By the time I start fighting him again, my cargo my cargo's my cargo goes bad. So then it, I right. fail the mission and I have to start it all over, which means I have to trek back and I have to fight him again. And the same process happened again, and I lost again. Because the BT com- came back so quickly. It's not supposed to be that quick. I'm not saying that it's supposed to be forever. But like an hour or two, it's supposed to clear the area. And it never did. Yeah, it should be instantaneous. Right. And that's happened so many times now where like as soon as I get every like I get all my gear packed up. Because as soon as you run into a BT, all your gear goes crazy. And you have to track it all down and stuff. And it's just sitting out in the time fall the whole time. So it's just – that part pissed me off. And then um, I'm doing the war right now. So you, you fight – have you fought Cliff yet? No. Holy fuck, Luke. <laughs> um, okay. So you, you go back in time. Do you know what I'm talking about? Maybe you go back in time. What, uh, to World War One. Yes. Okay, so you do that. I'm going to let you know right yeah. now, you do that three times. I'm not going to tell you when, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. but you do it three times. I'm on the third time right now, okay? And the difference is is that in the first one, you're running through, and like he has like five little minions, and you shoot him, and it's really easy. It's not hard at all. Okay, this time, you he has like eight which doesn't sound crazy, but he has eight and you're in the jungle and you have to like sneak around them and you have to take them out one by one by one, or they all come after you at once. The save states on this game are terrible because I died the very first time. I didn't know how the mechanics worked and I died and it pissed me off. So I did it again, died again because I still didn't understand what was going on. Then the third time I was like, okay, I got this. I, I got cliff. I I was probably on my like fifth or sixth time like because you have to shoot him you you shoot him he falls down and then he'll like BT out quote unquote where like he basically becomes a BT and he'll like move away he'll go away and then you basically have to start the search all over again to find him okay I'm on like my fourth or fifth time searching for him this time. And the one of his dudes just comes out of nowhere and is just like, oh, he's over here, whatever. And they're like, they all come flooding me. All of his dudes, everything comes and I die. And I was thinking, okay, whenever I start back up, I'm going to be like midway through this fight because this is stupid. Like I just keep walking around. Like you have to sneak up on these people to kill them. So like the sneaking up, it's a long time in between. If they like limit, if they saved it every wave, like auto saved it every wave, it would make it so much easier. But I had to start all the way at the very beginning, meaning that like I had to walk to where the cutscene started of when the battle starts. And it's not a short walk. It's a good 20 minutes walk. So I'm like walking 20 minutes to get to the part to start where I am. And so those mechanic things were pissing me off. The combat is absolutely terrible. However, the walking around is phenomenal. The music, whenever the the music come uh, like <sighs> rising as as you come over a cliffside or or what have you yeah, yeah. is one of the greatest moments in video games 
ever, in my opinion. I think that that's just uh, – I, I wanted to cry. But because of that, this game is uh, is five. But we all – everybody needs to take this with a grain of salt because I was preconditioned to love this game. I love walking around. I love just hiking mechanics and stuff like that. And I don't – I think Kojima could have said this is the worst game in the entire world. But because I'm such a Kojima fan, I would have loved it. So, yeah. I mean, yeah, you get you definitely have to accept that you're doing like you're doing certain things in the game, like because whenever we actually finally learned what the gameplay of the game was, I was like, dude, I might hate this, right? You know, I've got so <laughs> reading about into what you it. do. I got so into that though. Yeah, I was like, this could this could be extremely boring. <laughs> so I'm I was surprised by how much I liked it. But. Yeah, I, I if I'm honest, I thought that you were gonna hate it if. I'm being completely honest. I mean, no, I, I did too. I thought, I guess thinking back on it, I really feel like this is a Red Dead game because you have people. I don't know how much you paid attention, and I have to just bring it up just because it's the one commonality we have. Dan Riker hates this fucking game, hates yeah. it. Dan Riker hated Red Dead 2. So I feel like they're kind of one and the same. If you like Red Dead 2, you will probably enjoy Death Stranding. It really is. It really, really is a equivalency. And personally, this is really weird to say, but personally, I find that so that makes me so much more excited for games than any recent years. The fact that Death Stranding can come out and it's so much like Red Dead because I Red Dead and Death Stranding are really good games. Like I love both of these games so much. And because I will say this, this um, uh, this my list, whenever I for, I started this list about a month ago, Death Stranding was number one. And so it's that's I'm I, I don't mean this in a bad way and I don't mean to discourage you, but that's how bad the like how bad of a turn this game takes. Like there's just times where I can't play it all that much because I have to walk away because it's pissed me off so much. But whatever. That's not the point. Point is, is. It really makes me excited that games like this can have this sort of realism, quote unquote, to where like Red Dead and Death Stranding are so realistic that like walking around and whatever that and those games are selling at such a high rate that I feel like more people will turn to those games. And that's what makes me excited. I kind of think that I'm kind of surprised if people are actually playing them because how well they're selling it, if people are actually playing them, I mean, that's good but i would not expect it i mean i feel like death stranding is is red dead with a much more complicated story much more complicated story and i think the fact that red dead's story was so good oh my god so good red dead story was so good never mind i forgot as soon as i'm done with death stranding i'm beating control i'm playing pokemon and i'm beating red dead 2 on the xbox i completely forgot i had that right now but um I think that if Red, if Red Dead story wasn't as good as what it was, it would be in the same like area for me as Death Stranding. But that story is yeah. what keeps Red Dead number one for me. And that's what I remember the most about Red Dead. Like the, the the six months after I beat it, I would just randomly remember an awesome 
story thing that happened yes. and that's why i was like wow this game's special yes my brother was playing through it and i was like he would just tell me like itty bitty bits and i would be like i'm not quite sure what you're talking about and he'd be like you know this happened and i'd be like oh my god and then this and that and that and this and this and that and did you do that and this and that and then he was like no i didn't do any of that and i'm like okay never mind <laughs> <laughs> okay anyway death stranding though yes number five number five I'm interested to see where it is on yours. Don't tell me. Okay. Um, so my number four is what we're on now. Um, oh, wait. What was your four? five? Oh, DMC. Never mind. DMC. Sorry. So my number four is Tetris 99. I knew it. So I'm a huge, huge Tetris guy. And uh, before 2019, everyone said, oh, we're going to add Battle Royale to everything. I was very skeptical on <laughs> But then after this, worked great. And, you know, um, I haven't tried the Forza Horizon 4 yeah, Battle Royale. But, but I'm like, that probably works. It's probably a lot of fun. And I think Tetris 99 was kind of that hill to get over that, oh, wait, this this is actually could apply to, like, everything. Um, it, it, Tetris 99 does a great job of doing different events for big releases on the Switch where you could earn, you know, a special theme or special music or whatever. Um They've added, you know, decent number of modes. I think you have to you have to like pay ten bucks to get all the different modes for, with the the DLC, but um, it's still a pretty pretty well featured game, mm-hmm. even free. It's very difficult, um, and there's a lot of systems that I didn't realize uh, were underlying in the game. Um, so it's it's surprisingly deep, but um, I don't know. It's just, it's just very addicting and. You know, you get through it and you're, you get number 15 or whatever, and you're like, God damn it, I could have done this and this, and then would have got that much closer. And I don't know. As a Tetris lover, it's it's a lot of fun. I must not be very good at that game. I played it like twice, and I think I got like 60, 70. <laughs> Shut up. I don't want to hear. From which you. is fine. Which is fine. Yeah, not really. Um, yeah, I, I figured uh, Death Stranding. I figured Tetris would be on there somewhere for you. Uh, I feel like I didn't play it very much, very enough to warrant a spot, honestly. Um, it, go, go ahead. So s- subcategory, in terms of the recent Tetris resurgence, in 2017 we had Poyo Poyo, in 2018 we had Tetris Effect, and then this year we had Tetris 99. Um I think I'm still going to call Tetris Effect the best over all of those, but uh, the other really, yeah, I was going to say even without multiplayer, like the visuals, yes, but oh, okay, because I guess you do have that like time thing, the time, the time thing's pretty cool, whatever you call that, um, uh, zone effect, um, I got that on sale for Epic for the PC, so playing that with like high refresh rates on the on frame rate is uh, unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just laser sharp. But the if, if you're more multiplayer, get the others. But they're all great. Tetris is back, baby. Oh, Poyo yeah. Poyo is where it's at. Yeah, Poyo Poyo is fucking awesome. Yeah, dude. Um, God dang, that was... I just remember you and I playing Poyo Poyo in uh, Chicago. It's <laughs> back and forth, back and God, forth. God, that was... Exhilarate. <laughs> anyway, whenever I talked you up so much, and then you came to my house and we're playing it, 
losing it. Like, jokes on you guys. I suck at this game. I, I was sloppy, dude. I was, I was not. I was, uh, I was rusty. That's what right. I'm looking for. I was rusty. So they did. Um, uh, it doesn't matter. Okay, so number four. My number four is Pokemon. Um, I don't care which one you want to put in there, Sword or Shield. But um, yeah, my number four is Pokemon. Um, a, a lot of people are knocking it for not having the all Pokemon. I disagree with everybody. I think that that's a good thing. Because the reason why I'm saying this, and I'm, I will say this, they excluded some Pokemon that definitely should be in there. But, um, seeing my brother completing the Pokédex and getting all of them and what have you really made me realize that for the other games, Sun and Moon, X and Y, whatever, that you were – myself – I was always at a disadvantage because I never finished any of the other games. I never got all – whatever pokey i never finished the national decks right so because of that i could never finish the game my pokey decks would never be complete ever so because you're supposed to input all the pokemon from the previous generations to kit all the other ones right or figure out another way of getting it and this just kind of puts a reset on that and I think that everybody's just seeing it. Everybody's got blinders on where they're seeing it as like, oh, you're you finally made a console version, but you didn't put them all in there. No, they're giving you they're getting giving everybody that's been playing for years a good reset on all this stuff and they can put it in the next one or or even keep it limited. I you don't. Nobody cares about the about Tangla. You know, from Tangla? Yeah. Yeah. Nobody nobody, nobody uses them. It, I don't care who you are and you say that, no, I have a, a, six, team, a six Pokemon team of Tanglas. No, you don't. It doesn't exist. So it doesn't need to be in there. I don't care. It makes it better for everybody as a whole. You sacrifice the few to save the many. <laughs> like I said before, it happens. Just you got to move on. I think that was a great move. I think the battle mechanics are fantastic. I think the animations on this game are fantastic. I think the the Yamper – did you know Yamper gets you Pokeballs? Did you know that? How? No. Yeah, Yamper, if you throw a Pokeball and it jumps and it, it pops out of the Pokeball because Yamper is a dog, he chases the Pokemon – the Pokeball down and gets it back for you. So you're not I wasting – yeah, But that's what – like it is just – it's such a character like it it's fantastic i the wild area is fantastic a lot of it is is um how can i put that a lot of it is like you guys search to find all this stuff you know what i mean like most people just looking at yamper are not going to realize that that pokemon chases down pokeballs um but so you have to like dig into it to figure some of the this the mechanics out but i just I think it's a fantastic Pokemon game. I think that it's it's getting too many people riled up about not having the Pokemon in there whenever they're not looking at the full picture of it. Um, I understand everybody's problems with it. Like I said, the fact that Charmander is the only original starter in the game is a big issue, like huge issue. Why are you going to disrespect Squirtle and Bulbasaur like that? Like that – that's BS. I'll admit that. You got to at least have the first. Right. Because they're just what everybody knows. But 
I don't care about Tangla. Move it out. I don't care about um, – god dang it. Jinx. I don't care about Jinx. Yeah. Dude, we don't need a Jinx. It doesn't matter. Move it out. I don't care. So, yeah, like keeping – just adding everything to every game was not sustainable. Right. Like to begin with. Right. So if we were going to be over 1,000 Pokemon now, like it's mm-hmm. not sustainable. Um, and the thing we got to remember is like we had our first – yeah, Pokemon experience at, at red and blue, you know, right. the, the beginning of the series. Um, a, a kid that buys, this is their first Pokemon game. This is going to be their first Pokemon experience. So we should, you know, they don't need to have 1200 other Pokemon, right. You know, that they have to catch up on and that's going to be intrusive and have no access to get to. Yeah. So the one thing that I do take offense to is the fact that they announced that Pokemon like home app yeah, it's like, yeah, hey, yeah. you can have everything, and then a week later announce that, oh, wait, it's only going to be 400. Right. Th- that was bad messaging. It, 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 I mean, w- it was, and and I I don't have an excuse for that. <laughs> I mean, as somebody that doesn't work I, for them. Yeah. Yeah, but, but, like, personally, I don't – I'm fine that it has a limited Pokedex because really the, I feel like they should have their whole, their whole bank in the Pokedex and then be like, this game has this 400. This game has this 400 and, and so on and so forth. So, so like each console generation within these three games, right. you have the whole whole set or, or whatever. Yeah. But I just think they messaged it really badly. They did. And is, I mean, but I think that the the Gigantamaxing, Dynamaxing thing, I think that that works really well. The raid battles work really well. The, I'm really glad they introduced raids uh, from, from Pokemon Go as a Pokemon Go app. <laughs> Yeah, they I mean, it's just there's so much good to say about this game. And I just I think it's fantastic. I I was super hyped for it. I was super hyped for this game. Um, And honestly, I think that I think that a lot of people have problems with. I don't I don't really know because it, it doesn't make sense. But a lot of people just have a problem where like they just have to curb their enthusiasm a little bit on things like think of what is possible. You cannot sustain a you, the Pokemon cannot be sustained by having a thousand Pokemon and coming out with right. a new 80 every time a new game comes out. It's just not possible. I mean, you can always keep adding to that pool, but you cannot just keep keep adding to that pool while also having every Pokemon in there. Like, that's just dumb. It's just, I get why people want that. I get it. But I think in all reality, what this tells everybody, what this tells Game Freak is come out, come up with a new Pokemon Stadium. Moving on. <laughs> yep. Okay, so what is your wait? What number was that? Four. Yeah. What is my number three? Yes. Um, my number three is the Outer Wilds. Damn. Um, this is. I mean, it. It. This for me pretty much comes down to the fact that I I figured out how to fly a a spaceship, landed on a planet, and then got swept away by a typhoon. And then I landed on a uh, spoiler alert. Spoiler alert for whoa, 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 whoa. Uh, okay, go ahead. I mean, I'm not going to go into story stuff super. Hard, I don't. But like, I don't think that you can spoil really too much because it's like that you spoiled that planet. You didn't spoil everything. You just spoiled that planet. You know. Yeah. Um, and then the first time you go into the the sand planet where it's like going from one to the other and like yeah. 
you get you either get buried or you or everything dries up or just the things like that like the, it, it you feel so small mm-hmm. in this in this galaxy like like that feeling of fear and dread because this I'm going to land on some unknown planet and I I could probably die right away like that fear mm-hmm. like to me like I I came away when I died that time and I was like that's insane that it gave me that reaction um so I like I I died and I was frustrated and I was kind of scared of of seeing what was around the next corner but I was like I'm invested in this world now um so that's I I got to go and 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 explore every corner of the galaxy but um this summer before like a lot of the big releases in the fall started hitting you know I'd just fire up Outer Wilds and and just do a run try to try to see something new and try to learn something new and just inch my way forward uh, for a few weeks so um, and that was a great experience. Yeah. Um, are you done? <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, I played that game like all day today. Like I said, um, I fired it up this morning at like 11 and I played till about two or three. Um, so with that being said, my number three game is the outer wilds. <laughs> that's why i laughed whenever you said that at the beginning and that's why i said whoa whoa wait 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 whenever you got too far because i didn't want to be like oh crap but then i realized you just spoil a planet yeah that uh yeah the first so what i changed whenever i got here remember i got on and i told you i have to change my list i moved outer wilds to three and i moved death stranding to five so death stranding was supposed to be three um okay the yeah i I just the amount the sense of discovery in that game is great death stranding is better with sense of discovery death stranding is better there's not as much in death stranding as there is in outer wilds obviously but i feel my issue with outer wilds is like i I don't know why i'm coming up with issues whenever we're on my third one but whatever it's easier to talk about things that are not good rather than things that are good um the things that are good is th- the vastness of it like you said is fantastic the 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 richness of like the stories that it's being told like you it doesn't just come around and say hey here's here's what's going on here no like um have you landed on the the sun yet yeah. Yeah. So the sun, like a lot of people realize, like, okay, I'll be honest. I don't know what happens at the sun. Don't tell me. I do know that um, whenever you land there, though, there is a there's a skeleton of a guy that's sitting on like a bench, and he's looking at the sun because the sun explodes, and he's looking at the at the the sun waiting for it to explode and that's how he died was the sun exploded right there like most people don't consider that a skeleton sitting on this bench died that way you know they just see it's just a skeleton like we've seen skeletons in games i mean shit you played skyrim this year how many skeletons do you see in that game they're all over the damn place you never think about how they die yeah so it like that sort of organic score- storytelling is it's so good that the the way everything just intertwines I love the way that your map updates with what you found that is yes. that is does a great job with that. Brilliant. 
God dang, that's so good. Um, my one issue that I have with this game, and the reason why I put it down so low, is that I, it's like The Witcher for me. There's so much stuff to do and so many things being thrown at you at once that I'm, I don't know where to go. The, or the Breath of the Wild. Like, I know Breath of the Wild is a fantastic game. I know this is a fantastic game. I need some direction. If I'm off wondering myself, I'm going to get lost, and I'm never going to come back to what I actually need to be doing in this game. And that's my thing. Like, I know the Outer Wilds, you start off, and I want to say they tell you to, like, go to the moon, whatever their equivalent of the moon is. I can't remember the art, whatever it is. Um I know that they tell you to go there or use your the little listening thing to um, uh, to find the next explorer and go from explorer to explorer to explorer. I know that that's what they tell you to do, but I don't know. I need to know, like, because once you get to the moon, he's like, yeah, just go, like, anywhere. Yeah. And I, I, I need to be like, OK, go here. And then maybe once I go to this one location, because that's what I did. I need to look up where what planet do I go to first? And honestly, as bad as it is to say, I know it's so easy to just pick a planet. But somebody like myself, I can't pick one. I need you to tell me which one to go to first. So, yeah, that that's my one issue. Um, I think that. The the art style is fantastic. I think that the puzzles are fantastic. The way that it tells a story is fantastic. Uh, it just, yeah, it, it wasn't as good as these other two. Yeah, that's fair enough. Okay, you're number two. Number two, numero dos. Oh, man. Um, my number two is... Sekiro Shadow Tactics. <laughs> okay, <laughs> keep going. Um, it's a very well-designed game, an exceptionally well-designed game. Um, great combat, great world, very detailed, a lot of hidden stuff. Combat feels amazing. You feel like a badass, but you have to earn every hit. Um, great bosses, etc. Not super far into it. <laughs> but I can appreciate how tight the design is. Yeah. That's it? And that, Yeah, it's... All I can really say at the moment. Um, God, damn, you have a lot of explaining to do. Um, so my number two is. Do you want to take a guess? Uh oh, I know what your number one is. Are you sure? But I don't. Ty- type type what's number one? I want to see if you know. Hmm. Okay. Uh, Maybe I'm off. I don't know. You're not, but that's fine. Um, my number two is Control. Um, okay. I think Control. Honestly, I think that it. Do you do you know what SCP is? No. Okay, so SCP is a website. I actually don't even know if it's still a thing. Uh, SCP. 
I got to look. I'm sorry. I know I'm taking – yes. Okay, so SCP is a website that it it deals with kind of like um, – <clears throat> what's the word that I'm looking for? The creepypastas? Like, it kind of deals with creepypastas. Okay. Now, hold on one second. They're not as dumb. Like, so SCP, it's, it's a Wikipedia. It's a wiki that people write – different sort of things but they're all like supernatural like some of them are really really weird and stupid some of them are really good some of them are so good that they actually create games for them um for instance one of them is um one of them is a is a creature one of the wikis is a creature it's scp scp stands for secure contain and protect um they are but one of them is um it's an SCP creature where it's made out of like rhubarb and um, concrete, and I don't understand how it moves, but whatever. But um, whenever you you have to look directly at it, and if you don't look directly at it, it like meaning if you blink, it immediately moves. It moves. It can only move whenever it is not being looked at. So whenever you go in, like. To look at to like do something with this thing, you have to be be looking at it. If you don't look at it, it will move and it will snap your neck. They made a game out about this, by the way. I can't remember. It's SCP something 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 a number. But the game is like it's on a computer. You walk around and your mouse is you blinking, and you have to like blink to where you don't have to blink whenever you need to look at this creature. That way, it doesn't kill you. And like it's a really big horror game. My point is, is that. Like whenever I was in the uh, whenever I was in other locations around the U.S., I sometimes on late nights I would read this sort of stuff because I'm bored. And Control is this website in the video game where like it has all these crazy creatures running around this building doing these weird things, and you're just fighting. You're trying to figure out what these other creatures are doing what this thing does you're the, you're the new director of this building that you never knew about you're trying to find your kid brother it's just it's it's just a lot of stories and a lot of things mixed into one game and i feel like that is it's like the mario party game it's a it's a mario party game with mini games, no WarioWare. That's a better example. It's a WarioWare game with just a whole bunch of different types of creatures and things going on in a building, and and with like shooting elements. It, it's just everything all packed nicely in a really good looking game. Um, and I'm not that far, but God, I love this game. Um, I wish I could comment more. On it. I mean, it's fine. I'm used to it. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, it's. Uh, I highly, highly, highly recommend it. I will be playing it shortly. Did you get? Well, have you ever? Have you gotten it? I got it on uh, Epic's oh. uh, holiday sale on PC. You You need to play that like. Oh wow, I spelled it wrong. You need to play it like ASAP. No. I, don't, I I was blown away by a little bit, but it was only a little bit. I mean, I um, I I think that 
I think that it's hard for people to wrap their hand, their head around Remedy made a, this good of a game whenever they made a quantum break that was terrible. And, I mean, Alan Wake was good for its time, but honestly, who still remembers that? I mean, Quantum Break was, like, distressingly average. But I think they spent too much effort on, like, the live-action stuff. Yeah. Because they were expecting it to be, like, a game and a TV show. And that was kind of its downfall. Yeah. Oh, and that's the other thing. The way that, like, I don't know if you know, but all of 505's games intertwine into Control. Which oh for real yeah like Alan Wake makes an appearance in a file like they're not just like walking through and you're like hey there's is his name Alan Wake I never played that game but it's not like he's just walking through and you're like oh hey there's Alan it's not like that it's but like oh Oh, stop Alan yeah yeah but like there's supernatural forces like for instance in Quantum Break there's supernatural things going on in the house they've captured those supernatural things and you deal with them and so it's like all contained in a universe it makes it really interesting shit yeah it's good it's fantastic i i need to play more of it yes yes i just do not know when all righty um well my number one if you haven't guessed yet my personal favorite game of the year is is Death Stranding. Um, so what I'm going to say is, <laughs> if you look objectively at, at the game mechanics, gameplay, combat... Uh, Wait, whoa, 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 hide, whoa, whoa, whoa. Hiding of secrets. Sekiro is a better game, objectively. Oh, okay. Is what I'm saying. I would, like, if I'm looking at not my own personal opinions and my... My, my personal experiences, I would probably say Sekiro would be my vote for just the best game of the year, the most well-designed, the best-playing game of the year. Um, but I don't know, man. Death Stranding just grabbed me in a way that I did not expect it to at all. I was worried that I would hate this game. Based on reviews, based on descriptions of the gameplay, I was like, wow, this might kind of suck. And, you know, it just, it was all I thought about for, you know, like two to three weeks. Um, like it, like I was Pokemon addicted in it and I, I was like, Pokemon, you can win. Like, I'm going to fucking deliver some packages. And it's, it's crazy that I got so obsessed with it when it, it, it is kind of mundane, but it, at the same time, it's not, right. you know? Um, so I, honestly, I can't really explain it. It's, it's, it's a weird, it's a, it's a weird commentary on like social media and like how, the human race interacts now, but it still kind of plays into that because fuck man, I spent like an hour and a half one day, just, just building roads in, in like stage three or chapter three. I was literally just grinding any kind of materials I could find raiding the, the, the mule camps, yeah. just building roads. And I would pause and, you know, go eat dinner and come back. And then somebody else built this other road. And I'm like, hell yeah, we're going to have this thing fleshed out, like good to go. Um, so it's, it's weird, man. Yeah. Um, and I haven't gotten to a point where I don't like the story yet because I haven't seen much of the story. Um, combat is trash, I will admit that. Um, but I'm a total stand for Kojima, so that I don't know, man. I really like the game. It um, it it has flaws, hundred percent. But I'm gonna say it's it's the game during this year so far I've enjoyed the most. Now, 
if in like two years time and I've fully played every game from 2019, that may change. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm, I'm going to admit that. Oh yeah. But I mean, shit, I said that already last year. We, you and I both agreed that it was God of war and I will, compl- I will stand here right now and say, objectively, I think God of war is a better game, but, and we argue with Martinez on this. I don't know if you've changed, but I don't think I, I I've had, I don't replay games. I do. I've, I can probably count on one hand how many times I've replayed a game. It's not many. Um, I just, it's like movies. Once I've seen a movie, I'm done with it. I'm I don't, I have no reason to see it again. I, I can tell you for the most part what happened. Um, I've not had any desire to play God of War again. I've been craving to play Red Dead again. And so I would say right now, if I if I could go back, I would pick Red Dead as my game of the year last year. I go back and forth on it because um, I thought about it a lot in the, in the past 12 months. And I'm like, they are both so good and in different ways right. that I, it's I, I don't know which at the end of the day, which one I think is better. Like objectively, God of War yeah, right. is, is better, yes. but but the Red Dead does stories so well, so damn well. God. So I just, um, yeah, I, I go back and forth. Dude, like I watched. Um, there's a there's a girl on Twitch. I mean Twitch. There's a girl on YouTube that plays. She plays like Sekiro, Dark Souls, all of them. Bloodborne. She 100 percent of Bloodborne. So she plays these like really like hard games but she played um red dead as well and all my i watched the last episode of like her playing it so like the ending you know and oh my god i like nearly cried because of like oh my god it's it's so (sighs) gut-wrenching but anyways though yeah, that's why. Yeah. Okay, so my number one is you're right. It's Sekiro. Shadows die twice. I think that the um, uh, Death Stranding's combat is fucking terrible. Do you have guns yet? Uh, no. Okay, so whenever you get guns, it gets so much better. So much better. But, yeah, just something to look for. Whenever you get guns, that's really the peak of the game. That's like whenever it gets really good for the record. Um, Sekiro. Uh, I said it earlier where we had our, what, two-hour-long Sekiro episode that was supposed to be our weekly episode or yearly or monthly or whatever you want to call it. Um, It it just turned into us talking about Sekiro. Um, I said that would be my game of the year unless something drastically changes like Death Stranding coming out. Um, Death Stranding did come out. Death Stranding is fantastic. I know it's my number five, but it's still really, 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 really good. Um, Sekiro, I just feel like it's much more polished. It's yeah. It, the combat is fantastic. It is. It's that fast paced, just like Bloodborne, which is what I prefer. Um, it's katanas and just katanas that are yeah it's extremely difficult i'm terrified to go back to it i haven't played it in quite some time but i'm terrified to go back to it because of how long it's been since i played but i whenever you 
whenever you're getting your ass kicked and then you finally just figure it out it is one of the single greatest moments in video game history FromSoft has figured out that formula um i think that the the japanese the feudal japan style and story that this has makes it so much better it makes it's it's like Bloodborne style is top-notch for me. That is what I want. I love that gothic horror style. Um, Feudal Japan is like number two. It's like two on my list. Um, Outer Wild, I want to stay on Earth. Don't send me out to space. I'm just kidding. Um, But I love the Feudal Japan aesthetic to it. I personally think that the story is really good. It's really good. Um it's just yeah gr- graphically it looks great um yeah i just i i i on the only thing that i think that it actually has a problem with the only thing i don't like about it is the difficulty and i i still say that like it's your game make it as hard as you want I, I think um, we're moving in the right direction as an industry because, I mean, look at Jedi Fallen Order. Yeah. Like, a lot of people are like, oh, shit, this is super hard. And that's because of the fact that Sekiro came out and reviewed well and sold well. Um, so I'm I'm fine with that. Yeah, I mean, it, it, I think that – I think this is the absolute limit, though. It can't get much harder than this game. It can't. This is because this is this is borderline unbeatable for many people. It's borderline unbeatable. Yeah. And th- like Celeste, I am terrible at Celeste. God effing terrible. But uh, you said that you beat Celeste, and like I just can't get the timings of that down. And I say this as a person that 100% Bloodborne, and I'm not saying that like throw shade or anything like that that's not what i'm doing i'm saying that like like celeste is a different sort of difficult where like i know that it's just about timing i just have to figure out the timing of it and so on and so forth i think Sekiro is like a completely different i realize that a lot of it deals with timing like it's whether or not you can get in a blow or you can't and you just figure that out but i also feel like Sekiro is approaching where it's not about timing. It's about actually getting the technique down. And there's a lot of people that will just not be able to get down that technique. Like, I know that if I can continue to bang my head against Celeste, I will eventually beat it. I am not entirely sure if there's there's some people out there that I'm sure want to play Sekiro. And I will continue. I am positive some people will not be able to master Sekiro enough to beat it positive yeah and that i mean that's really disappointing but as a person that's going to 100 percent it at some point in my life i know it won't be me so moving on yeah it's it's tough like how to how to make your you know make your game as um as difficult as you want but with within the realm of beatable and still accessible to most people people but accessible to a wide enough audience that you still sell okay you know mm-hmm. um but 
I don't know, from soft has been pushing that boundary for the last few years and they, they make the game that they know they want to make. Mm-hmm. So it's, it, it is what it is, honestly, with that. Until they stop selling. <laughs> right. Really? Yeah. Uh, it just, yeah. God dang. That, that game is hard. The problem. Yeah, and I mean that's why, that's that's partially the reason, or a lot of the reason why I, you know, not not push too hard on it. Um, you just got to find the time. Yeah, that. Um, it, yeah. And it's tough. I mean, I I love those types of games, so I'm I'll, again I'll get to it at some point. But, but will you? A hundred percent. Well, I, I still haven't beaten um bloodborne but uh my girlfriend has started playing it and is is getting through those first few first few humps as well in that gameplay style so hopefully that'll reinvigorate me all i'm saying is if you need some pointers i i'm more than welcome i'm more than willing to give them conference call you in yeah all right so that was our personal list um i guess where do we want to go from here a unbiased or i mean the objective ranking or or what yeah of of the the z targeting official top 10 um or top whatever i mean i'm letting you know right now i'm not letting you pick death training as number one i'm willing to negotiate Sekiro out of number one, but out, out of mine, picking it for mine, meaning like for mine to put as our official. I'm willing to move that out because after the difficulty talk, I 100% agree that I don't think that it should be one number one because I, I just don't think that that's right. But yeah, so I'm going to – I mean – Go ahead. I, th- I think Sekiro is the right choice for number one. Really? Because I was going to argue with Outer Wilds. Outer Wilds is also the right choice. <laughs> okay, so we have... Uh, Outer Wilds. I'm just putting this in here. Um, yeah. This is going to be... Bullshit. Now we're, we also don't have to go a full ten either if we don't. We ha- we just put like fifteen games up. We can pick ten. Okay. Um, control could probably go there. I feel oh like. yeah. Um. Maybe. Yeah, Pokemon. Fire Emblem Pokemon <laughs> RE2. Oh, I've I put RE2 in there twice. Okay, I agree with that. What? I agree with that. That's that's a very solid game. You're not so. This is. 
Here's the thing about this year is I just I did not play enough stuff far and, enough to have a strong opinions on it, unfortunately. Yeah, I can tell. All right. So our current list just off top, Outer Wild, Sekiro, Death Stranding, Control, Fire Emblem, Pokemon, RE2, DMC5, Bloodstained, and Tetris 99. So how how set on Fire Emblem are you? Not very set. I've, I did not get far in that game. I know it's going to be great, but I, I do not know that right now because I haven't played a ton of it. Um, so I'm flexible on that one. What about... I don't know. What about... I don't know. I was going to put, like... What about... God dang it. Should we throw gears in there somewhere? Yeah, but I'm not putting it that high. What about... Okay, well, first of all, I think this should be here. And this should be here. And then I'm willing to do... Throw gears in there. Which one is it? Five, yeah. Um, I co-sign that list. Okay, so do you think that Pokemon is better than... <laughs> do you think... God dang it. Do you think Pokemon is better than Super Mario Maker 2? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because it, it just, in terms of... See, when, when we're saying our quote-unquote our z-targeting code i call top 10 i'm trying to take my personal opinion out of things yeah and like this is what would you recommend to people and it's not it's not totally objective but i feel pokemon was a bigger it was bigger and more impactful and just mattered more to the gaming industry in this year and yeah god dang it man so would you forget? I didn't forget anything, but what I just said really screwed me up. Um, did you hear what I just said? Uh, what you'd recommend? To yes, and I. So Death Stranding needs to be like number zero. No, 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 no. <sighs> okay, forget, forget that. Forget I said. That. <laughs> no, but I will say this: Death Stranding, yes. Death Stranding, and Outer Wilds are right there with games I probably would not recommend. Only because of what I said about Outer Wilds, I feel like it's just like with Death Stranding. Anyway, like Death Stranding, not a lot of people are going to like Death Stranding, so I'm not going to recommend it. And if you didn't like Red Dead 2, you're not going to like Death Stranding. On the flip side, Outer Wilds, if you need some place to go, you're not. And if 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 the idea of wandering around a solar system, not a planet, a solar system, by yourself in any way that you want, go wherever you want, do whatever you need to, blah, blah, blah. If you cannot handle that, I'm not going to recommend Outer Wilds either. Honestly, dude, I think I think um, the, the list is solid. Like, we, we're balancing the recommendation aspect we're balancing personal influence we're balancing objective what is better than whatever 
Um, I think the the list we've got solid. You're not making this. Okay. So then what if I, let me just, I'm I'm just, we're just going to toss it out there. See if it sticks. Okay. Just hot or cold. Moving Death Stranding to five and control an RE2 up. Because I am more likely to, the reason why I'm saying this is I am more likely to recommend Control or Resident Evil, obviously Control for me, but Resident Evil as well. I am more likely to recommend those over Death Stranding, but, but I am not more likely to recommend Death Stranding. I mean, I am more likely to recommend Death Stranding over Gears or Pokemon. Definitely. Because Pokemon, you know, if a person is not interested in Pokemon, you're not recommending Pokemon. Yeah, and and same with Gears. Like you got you you know what you want, or you know you don't right, like it, or right. whatever. But at this you, point, it's, it's kind of it's own thing. right. But you have so many people that love RE2, like that, meaning that RE2 is important. It broke boundaries. Right, 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 right. So like a lot of people same are gonna control. like that. Uh, yeah, I can. I, I think Control so, is so, more of a is more of a there's so many different types of gameplay in control because you have your shooting you have your discovery systems you have your supernatural systems you have your crazy characters you have uh, multiple plot lines going on at the same time like that's what i think there i think there's people that strictly like visual art or font right that got drawn to control strictly because of those things right yeah, yeah, exactly. So I think that control is very broad, but that's the reason why I'm saying that I'm more likely to recommend those two over Death Stranding, but not Gears and Pokemon. But then again, I may recommend DMC. No, no, I think the but you would recommend DMC because it's it's got the comfort food aspect. Yeah, like you're just you're just bashing stuff, yeah, right? Just, that sure. makes it easily recommend recommend. It's great. Game, Damn, 100%. that's a good that's a good argument because I was gonna be like, but I don't know if I would recommend Pokemon over DMC though. But no, I definitely would. De- Poke no, what the hell am I thinking? Pokemon is fantastic. Actually, I find it an abomination that it's lower than Gears Five. <laughs> but so Gears Five excels on single player co op, multiplayer, horde mode. And it's and it's being updated, so it's it's just got so much. To I it. guess it's true, but I'm still in favor of moving Death Stranding to five and Control and RE2 up to three. Well, three and four. Here's the thing: I can't I can't argue too much against that because, like, like I said, I thought I would hate the game, and I I was miraculously drawn to right. Me. But that's what I'm saying. Like, this is the year. Okay, then I'm doing it. And if you want to change it, yeah, just freaking just freaking do it. I, the list is solid. I think that it is. Well, I should probably move this one first. Okay, but I gotta fix this because. Yeah. Wait, what was it doing? Oh yeah. You spelling it out? Yeah, I. I just put that for quick. I figured we would move it at some point. If whenever it's like an official list, I like for everything to be spelled. Yeah. Okay, if we lock things in like they are now, I'm I'm good with that because when it comes down to it, our number one and our number two, like that, those were two that I was like objectively are amazing. I really enjoy these; they impacted me. Death Stranding was kind of a weird fluke for me, and I I admit that. Um, and then there's a bunch of other great games that I unfortunately didn't play that much. Right. 
So I'll allow it. Yeah, I, I, I think it's a good list. Is it the Outer Wilds or Outer Wilds? I can't remember which. Uh, it's just Outer Worlds. Okay, the other one is the Outer Worlds. That's what it is. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that's good. I I like where it is. I think Tetris 99 is a good number 10. Um, it's good caboose. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I personally am a little bothered. I will say this. I am personally a little bothered by the lack of Nintendo games on this one, but uh, it, it's... They didn't. They didn't. They didn't do as much as Sierra. I know. Like we don't even have Link's Awakening on, on like one. Neither one of us. It's a remake, dude. I know, and it's not a very good remake. Um. Yeah. Uh. I figured you would argue more for Mario Maker Two. Uh. It, it, it's great. It, it. I'm not into creation stuff that much, right. so I think that's why it's not like the best of the year for me. Right. Um, I enjoyed it a lot, but if you're somebody that enjoys creating stuff in games, it's then it's really going to hit you. But I would, yeah. Okay. So our top 10, our 10, our codec called 10 best games of 2019. Official list. Official list is... World exclusive. Yes. Without Martinez's input because he didn't show up. Uh, number one. If he calls in, <laughs> he can argue for. Some if, if he calls in by the time I get to ten, he can argue for whatever he wants. Uh, number one is Outer Wilds. Number two is Sekiro: Shadows Die Twice. Three is Control. Four is Resident Evil Two. Five is Death Stranding. Six, Gears Five. Seven. Pokemon Sword slash Shield, whichever one you pick. Uh, eight is Devil May Cry 5. Nine is Bloodstained Symphony. Ritual of the Night? Ritual of yeah, the Night. Wow, I nearly went full Castlevania on that one. Uh, nine, Bloodstained Ritual of the Night. And ten is Tetris 99. <sighs> it's a solid list, and I, I'm going to argue that that list is correct, and if you disagree, you're wrong. <laughs> you're gonna argue <laughs> yeah um yeah i think that's good so um so b- best top top 10 movies of the year uh let's get to that next oh, week i was what's your number one i'm just curious what would be your best movie of the year right now what movies came out this year midsummer's up there okay um knives out dude knives out's my number one God, Dude, I didn't know. Th- I didn't know if you saw it. My issue, the one thing that I will say about it is like I can't watch it again because I, I, me and Christine want to watch it one more time and just try to just try to comprehend everything, knowing what happens and see if we missed anything. Yeah. I, I, um, I guess. Yeah. That, that Avengers and games up there too. Uh, I mean, I don't know what I'd pick amongst those three. Uh, my, mine would be Knives Out. I I watch the reason why I brought it up is I watched it. Um, there's a guy on YouTube that I like that he does movies and he did his top ten. But um, uh, The Lighthouse was his number one. Hmm. I don't even know what that. Are you kidding me? The Lighthouse. 
It has um, Robert Pattinson and William Defoe in it, and the oh yeah, and it's yeah, like yeah, I saw black that. and white. Yeah, yeah. I want to see it so bad, and it's Roger Egerts, Egerts, Egerts. Yeah, it's Egerts. Who? Who? Uh, he he's he directed. Um, he's like Ari Aster. Uh, his Ari Aster's first movie was Hereditary. Then he did Midsummer. Um, Roger yeah. Egerts is um, the Witch. If you saw that, oh yeah, and yeah, okay. the Lighthouse. But they're like both of them two are really good friends. Like, not to spoil too much. You can cut this all out. Um, he, uh, they went to each other's premiere, and like for Midsummer, Roger Egerts and his wife, like st- once the movie was over, like nobody applauded except for Roger Egerts and his wife because they were like so. Everybody else was so shocked by it. And was like, what the f? <laughs> and like, he, he, the, he that Roger Egerts and his wife are just over in the corner, just clapping, and they're like, "That's brilliant! This is so good!" But they're the only two in the entire building. But yeah, yeah. But the other people, they have like, I feel the same way. Like, well, I finished that movie, and I was like, "What in the fuck?" And both me and Christina were like, "We've talked about it multiple times since." Like, wait, that was amazing. I never want to see it again, yeah. or maybe like not for a year. But th- that film, the art, the artistry yeah. of that film, it was phenomenal. Right. And it's so it's so out there. It's and it, it like it does it feels like new horror because it's it's just light all the time. It's right. bright, you know. And it's such a simple thing, but it's like obviously a conscious choice. Yeah. But anyway, that's a that's another topic. So yeah, there's our list. Everybody, go do your own stuff. Happy New Year, by the way.